0: And the keep running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, 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 running,
1: Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 102. We're here to talk a bunch of books tonight. We have some mail, but first, I'll tell you where you can find us. If you don't already know, you can go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We will follow you back a hundred percent. You can message us as well. We'll talk to you privately or publicly. We don't mind. You can also go over to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. Yeah, saying, you can right? do that. <laughs> yes, uh, you could go over to our website. I will repeat that WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, where you can go and read almost every book. I mean, I think we had every one but like two last week. Uh, usually the reviews all hit around nine a.m. Eastern. On a Wednesday morning on New Comic Book Day. So you can check that out. We also have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science where you can go to support us and also get a bunch of other shows. One of the things that we do is a Marvel Spotlight that comes out every Wednesday night. And it's two books picked by the Bad Butts of the Fresh Start crew. And they picked Gwenpool Strikes Back number one and Punisher Kill Crew number one this past week. So me and Brandon have already talked about that. Must have been opposite day for them. They usually do it despite me. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I I think that they just picked those because they were number one. (laughs) Now, coming up this week, the poll is already up. And it seems like they're ready to pick Daredevil and uh, Valkyrie jane foster valkyrie so oh, we okay. like both of those yeah. as well so those aren't really no anything The just way
2: is going to get talked about right
1: yeah so we'll be doing those probably <laughs> i know that daredevil the one is the really killing and valkyries kind of you know there's some other books that i actually thought ghost spider was going to win the poll uh, yeah. but it's not getting many votes at all but we're here to talk about a bunch of books and we're going to start off right away we're not going to mess around here we're going to start with invaders number eight and invaders number eight is written by Chip Zdarsky, or by Carlos Magno and Butch Geiss. Yes. Colors by Alex Gimieres and Dono Sanchez Almara. Letters by VC's Travis Lanham. Uh, Captain American Bucky Barnes, Namor the Submariner, the original Human Torch Jim Hammond during the darkest hours of World War II. These four banded together as the invaders to battle the Axis powers to the death in the name of freedom. But now the invaders are locked in a battle with one of their own comrades, King Namor of Atlantis. Namor moved the ocean to cover the city that he had made. I I tried to go ahead because I didn't want to read it all I better read it all <laughs> driven by a psychic projection of Tommy Mage and his deceased friend from the war I was like all this seems very familiar for every time we say it Namor has launched several offensives on the surface world most recently in the form of a missile which transformed all humans in the small coastal town in Maine into water breathers gasping to survive Namor moved the ocean to cover the city so that its inhabitants can find a new life underwater Captain America blames his thwarted desire to save Namor for the disaster and now that Namor has acquired the serpent crown and May be too late for anyone to stop his plan this is dead in the water part two and as we start off you have like the you know the marvel version of cnn it's cbn yeah. and they end up having a military man and a so guy from rock comic Book there. network
0: yeah so they're is?
1: there and they're talking about this attack and what the u.s is going to do uh, you know against atlantis and you end up having pretty much the military saying yeah we're going to attack them we can't let this happen we can't let namor just you know be willy-nilly on uh, doing what but they we are going to react but the U.S when is busy. Trying to figure out what exactly is Going on but yeah. it's one of those they're things where They're almost, they're doing yeah and they're almost saying Though one of those like well even If it is just Namor is Atlantis Atlantis attacked and we're gonna have to do Something about it the guy from Roxxon Is just there to basically push Roxxon That's yeah. all it is he's like well, you I, I know I don't know
2: how Roxxon has any say Anymore in anything after War of the Realms Occurred you know <laughs> I don't well, know Well, Here's the deal I guess nobody, nobody in, Figured you know? out
1: what was going on I guess yeah. Uh, Because yeah the guy from Roxxon Roxanne's basically telling him, once they turn off the cameras especially, goes over and talks to old Paul, the guy from the you know military, and said, basically, you better shut your mouth. You guys aren't yeah. doing anything. I hear word that you're going to attack, that you're going to bomb Atlantis. Well, you're not going to because we pay all you guys. Roxanne is funding all you jerks, and you're not going to blow that place up because we need to find this – but, you know, what was in that bomb because they want to know. They want it, that, yeah. Yeah, they want this thing that can change surface level, you know, surface breathers into water breathers. They want that tech. So they say, you're not going to do anything until we say. And this issue goes off, and it's got a couple different things going on until we do settle with Be- Bucky and Namor. End, One yeah. of them is Jim Hammond, who is now in that Iron Man suit. Oh, yeah. and, and the weirdest thing yeah. is when he says he stripped of his humanity. He, he's I a know. robot. I'm You've like, well, what's any. going on there? You know, I'm like, really, what's, what's going skin on with that anymore? You know? Yeah. So he's like, look at me. I'm like an Iron Man knockoff. I'm there. I'm the Human Torch, Iron Torch deal. He's all pissed off, and he goes to fly up because he's done. He wants to kill Namor. He said, it's, you know, I almost, gave Namor a you know a chance, but now I'm going to go kill him. Yeah. It's almost like if he was you know Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger in Terminator, and he lost all his skin, and he he couldn't talk anymore that's almost
1: like yeah, what he's complaining yeah. about here. yeah he's basically <laughs> like it's weird that whole strip of my humanity is weird uh just the idea that he can't hide now he can't now. blend he can't, in i guess yeah he can't blend thing, yeah. in so he's lost his humanity it's kind of a weird thing for a robot to say iron man he had has time to, to get a
2: nice logo on there for him though you know no, you at I, least, I just like that give a shout out like where iron, iron man good.
1: Tony's there and he's like man I, I kind of thought I did an okay job with that body I guess he didn't <laughs> like it but he's yelling that to one of the guys he's yelling at to is Toro who then goes up with him you know he flames on and goes up and says listen whatever you're gonna do it's Torch and Toro. We're we're doing this together, and he ends up above Coney Island. It's like this is where I first met Namor. This is where you know I I stopped him from fighting and killing innocents and things like that. Uh, I just I'm done. He he's if he attacks me, he's going to attack anyone. We yeah, can't there's trust no more him. helping him. Yeah, so they go off. So you have Toro and and you know Human Torch going off together. But then we get to the main part of the book, which is bucky showing up in france to have a job with namor yeah and yeah namor has actually asked him to meet him there we saw that before and he does go and meet him and this is where you have the idea it's namor's kind of last stand if he's going to reject machin of the mind and become you know a better guy or if he's not going to if he's going to go full out you know insane namor unfortunately he goes out in st namor even after fighting in in one of the weirdest battles you'll ever see a fight scene between an imaginary guy in his head because he yeah. just starts swinging and throwing things at him um uh, but yeah he's there because an imaginary he says, guy with the imaginary
2: crown too you know yeah
1: well he has the crown then <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not imaginary I'm at the end but yeah, yeah, yeah so he ends up saying to bucky Listen, you know, you're the only one who really can understand what I'm going through. Yes, I have these voices in my head. I was screwed with with Xavier, you know, all this stuff. Uh, but you know what it's like to have to do the hard things, not exactly what people think are the right things, but the hard things. And I'm yeah. doing this to save the world. I thought you would understand Bucky just wants, you know, Namor to just settle down, you know, pretty much reject Machin, and then let's figure this out. Let's get together, figure this out. You don't have to bomb people, yeah. you know, because Namor ends up saying, I'm doing this because the earth eventually is just going to get scorched and everybody's going to have to live underwater. They'll die. He's, Talking to, you know, whatever this far future, whatever he's thinking about. Of. The only problem I have with any of this is that I don't know why anybody.
2: Professor X in particular thought this would be a good idea that would last I you guess know, an the idea that he just
1: did and then he did kind it, it <laughs> go. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah. well, then he had other things going on and it yeah. ended up. And, and this is the thing, too, when he says it and even when Namor explains it, you know, Xavier gave me this. It wasn't supposed to be anything but in the very, very back of his mind to kind of come. He even says Machin ended up taking over. And it is actually even he, Tommy spells it out. It's not really tommy in his head it is the memory of him and Neymar doing things it just took over yeah Yeah. it just took over then and ended up doing a lot of things which is a kind of a neat way at points to explain when he was amnesiac you know when he was amnesiac, it was because his brain was taken over and, and all these things but this actually shows a lot of things going on because it explains where he got the you know the dna to get this bomb to end up. And, and we see that this whole idea of him working on this tech for what ends up being the bomb is from a long, long time ago. This is stuff that Tommy was working on way, way back. It wasn't just now. Uh, It was all these things going on when they ended up getting Genus's body. You know, when Genus attacked and had all that stuff going on. (coughs) This reminds me a lot of like Jeff Johns
2: way of fitting Namor's
1: history into the, you know, the current Marvel universe. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is Namor says, yeah, you know, Machen took over. Uh, I, I ended up figuring out that somebody had taken over afterwards when this guy just comes up and this military guy is like, oh, hey, King, what's going on? You know, I, I I'm deep in with that military and Namor has no idea what's going yep. on. He has no Confused idea what this guy help. is, ends up being the rock with that body slime <laughs> there. It really reminded yeah. me of it. I'm telling you, he's the people's <laughs> champion right there. I think he's going to give him the people's elbow. But this is where he realizes, wait a second. Tommy did it. Tommy was in there and Tommy explained it all and explained how they started a company, started getting all these things going on. And then basically, you know, this long con with getting genuses, you know, DNA to make this, you know, this serum so that the Atlanteans could breathe. Yeah. And it ended up making the, those Atlanteans not be able to breathe water anymore. And they he even says even before where they sacrificed, you know, their strong life for this weak one. But that's when they went to go work for the military and start getting that. And that makes more sense now because remember when we said, "Boy, this is weird." The Atlanteans all of a sudden they're in the military and yeah. stuff. Well, we see this. I didn't nobody years. know, yeah, and years ago where this was all set up. I thought that was very cool there. Going on, but Bucky's like, you, you got to stop. You can't keep doing this. And in fact, if you think this is the big solution, these people, why don't you just offer people that? You don't have to bomb them. If you, you know, you can just say, "Hey, anybody wants to do it, you can yeah, go." But it's volunteers. not your call, of course. It there. And, and even just crazies. There's people who would say, "Fine, I, I don't want to live on the surface anymore. I'll, I'll do it." And Bucky just says. You can't just make them do it. You, you have to give yeah. people an option and things the like choice. that. You sound like he, one of
2: the people we were fighting against way back then.
1: You yeah, know, that's yeah, what he calls him. Yeah, them it out sounds for. like Hitler. Yeah. And uh, you end up having there's an aside where you do see Captain America working uh, in Wakanda with Shuri and Black Panther trying to get a cure for these people who are stuck underwater. And all they can do is end up making the same serum. They They've been able to duplicate. The changing serum, they just don't have a way to, yeah. you know, reverse engineer it yet. But he has gone. I'm getting the idea that somebody is going to end up maybe even cap taking it so that he can breathe underwater at a point and hope that they have a, you know, a, a cure by the end. I don't know. But, yeah, so it ends up where Bucky... And Namor talking, and Namor flips out, and he ends up really, this is at the point where he might be able to fight off nation yeah. And he, while he fights off, he's fighting him. He's going full out bashing him and, and throwing tables and things like that like he's fighting him he ain't there <laughs> Reminds so he's me of just so happy nothing. i've been
2: watching on Netflix. Yeah, yeah so he's fighting
1: nothing it's like fight club too when they yeah. show the you know the the video yeah, where he's yeah. just beating up himself. But, yeah. fighting himself and this is where though that bucky steps in and he's like you're getting out of hand i have to stop you and all of a sudden namor can't move and he's like hey are you doing this machin are you are you making me so i can't move he's like no no i'd never give you such humiliation the problem is everything that keeps happening to namor ties right into what machin says i then. know because machin says they don't respect you they do that
2: and it way. just
1: ends up making it so it looks like you know machin's right all along which namor even says at one point i don't like being controlled but but your plan was right. Like yeah. I like the plan. You just can't control me like this. Well, we find out he's immobilized because of Sue. Sue Storm is there. Bucky has called her in. And it's a pretty cool time because she's there. She goes up to Namor and basically says, I can tell you're hurting. You know, you're you're hurting here. Why don't you just like go? And she's like, oh, Sue Storm. And I like she's like, no, Sue Storm Richards, I am married, whether you like it or not. And then he's like, oh, man, you're a queen. You know, maybe in the next water world of water, you'll be my wife then. Like, I always want it. And that's a big thing. She He did always want to marry her. Yeah. They even have the what if. One of the what-ifs is what if Namor married Sue Storm, which is a pretty good one. Um, But what happens then, she starts being controlled, and so is Bucky. And what you see is that he had the serpent crown on him all along that he was making invisible. Yeah. So he yeah. ends oh, up that's having what I that. meant
2: earlier. I said, uh, well, yeah. what did I call it? I forget.
1: Imaginary. I forget. Not imaginary. He, it's yes, invisible. Yeah, he had yeah. the invisible crown on, <laughs> and he's able to control minds. Now he's gone full out. He's full out, you know, crazy Namor. Now they're going to have to really do something about it. This idea of Bucky and even Sue here and Cap all trying to, you know, get their friend back, I think that that's done. In, yeah, in this oh, issue, yeah, it's, it's completely. Yeah, done Bucky, I mean even Bucky just starts firing bullets Sue's going full out uh, but yeah it ends up where Namor pretty much almost kills Bucky as well it almost drowns him uh, with you know a bunch of water on him then is choking him out but then you have this weird deal here where he's like hey you don't even know the big picture, Bucky. I'm going to tell you. And he ends up whispering in his ear their plan, but it's it's Machen, Yeah, it's all man. scribbled it's, out. And it's Machen. It's not it's not Namor there. Yeah. So it's a very odd deal. And then he just says goodbye, James, and flies off. And then they fly off and they're separate. But it's a pretty crazy deal. Is when he you know scribbly scribbles the plan. And and, and basically, Bucky's like, oh my god, it's way worse than we ever thought it would be. It's so much worse. And they. They fly off together machin and uh namor and yeah i really liked it i, I thought this issue yeah, I was really too. good it's very fast moving even though it, it kind of separates things and the things going on there's a lot of talking yeah, but it's is. a lot of action everything is pretty good at it like you said like a jeff johns like even well, the, the how people are telling, telling me hickman's too, x-men so, yeah the yeah.
2: talking is yeah. answers so it moves yeah. quick it's a lot of you know what we've speculated about anyway but it's good to see it confirmed and in writing yeah. so you, you're no longer just, oh, I think it's this and I think it's that, you know, so it, we. We get a bunch of confirmation here, which I really dug, and it was all done in an interesting manner, too. So. Yeah,
1: and like I was going to say with, with Hickman with his X-Men stuff and people saying, yeah, yeah. oh, man, he's, he's ending up changing up the past to kind of make sense and things like that. That's what this book is. Uh, of course, this isn't as big as the X-Books, and right. no, there's nobody reviewing this book. Nobody reviews it. It doesn't seem like anybody reads it. It's still my favorite book, and, and at one point, I forget who it was, and I apologize for forgetting, asked me in the slack uh on patreon stuff said which is your favorite which do you like more invaders or freedom fighters at the DC and at that point I kind of said well freedom fighters was kind of edging it a little because we've had a couple you know kind of down issues of invaders not down that I didn't like them but they were kind of you know laid back things I'm back up now with this issue I'm back as the invaders is my favorite of those two and, and one of my favorite books I gave it a 9-3 I believe on the site I'm going to stick with that I really liked it I thought the art was great as well Uh yeah I just I really dug uh, what would you give it?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a flat nine. I really enjoyed it as well. I I think it's one of the better quality books as far as you know a tight story going. Uh, I never really get sick of the arcs. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't ever yeah. reach the end of an arc, and and you can spot clear points or anything. So when it when it's collected in trade, it, it's just something you'll want to keep going. Like I hope they just do twelve issues at once, you know, or however many this ends up being, because. I don't know. It'd be a shame to read only half of this and not, not get all the answers, uh, you're really looking for. But, um, you uh, know, as far as individual issues, I, I, I look forward to it when it comes out. I always enjoy it. I, it makes me care about characters. I really never did, uh, prior to coming into this book. So, um, you know, I, I, like it a lot. I'm going to give it a nine.
1: All right. Yeah. I, I'm with it, but now we're going to go off to our first section of mail.
0: Do you have the time to try me in Brandon Line? Yeah, which side's my book comes at gmail.com We will read them all at the wrong turn says Mel Cow Whether they're positive but when they are not You can give a shout out to your peeps Make fun of Brandon but not me It's all for the weekend show Brandon lives in Buffalo Now he's drunk to the same Yo, it's real cold uh,
1: yes, it is mail call, and as I yo, say yo. that, I have yo. knocked out my earphones just like I did this week you on the DC side. All, I can't can hear you? anything. No, no. Nope. I, I end up. I just put it in. Uh, this keeps happening. I don't know why these things keep pulling out. It happened on the DC podcast this weekend, and now I have to pull my my finger. This this mic so is ready to explain. give it up. I mean, yeah. stop dancing. Maybe over I'm there. jamming out. I was. not yeah, I was, I was just say, sitting here banging, looking. It was green. Oh, Goodness gracious. <laughs> I, I I have the worst problems. This is Mail Section Number One. If you want to be part of the show and be a star, a star is born. Email us at Weird Science Marvel Comics at Gmail dot com just like ulysses jones did ulysses jones says howdy jim brandon and aaron unfortunately i've only had one question and that's it for the email i had to ask this out loud on the podcast instead of in slack (laughs) because i feel that this question is highly sought out now if you're gonna think of what he's gonna ask will he ask us about wolverine continuity will he ask us if brandon is a spider man Mm. fan no he wants to know about booze he says, booze, "Brandon, booze boy of Buffalo." Yes, he turns 21 on Wednesday, so he wants to know what alcohol do you suggest that I stock my apartment with? You're the resident expert. I would say just beer <laughs> is what I do for my 21st, no. but that's no, fine. What would you stock? You gotta
2: go bigger than beer. I mean, yeah, you have beer on hand, but that's that's not what you use to get juiced up. I mean, when I was 21 or whenever we were in college, all we would drink. At parties is uh Jaeger bombs. Someone would bring, now. like, I don't know, a case of Red Bull, and someone would bring two bottles of Jaeger, and, that, that's that would for do a birthday. good job of you know erasing memories and leading to a bunch. And we're of talking nonsense, about a twenty
1: first so. birthday, not every day of your life, is <laughs> what he's asking. Plus, that's yeah, the I thing mean, is now
2: when thirty seven, I would go. I don't know some some sort of mixed drink with vodka. I mean that everyone likes vodka,
1: right? Yeah, you, you can. That mix is it inappropriate. With anything. I'm
0: angry about that. It
1: just says that's inappropriate. I'm telling yeah. you, I I don't. The, the other thing that you have to ask is right, uh, you can get if you and go these, White Russians. Well, we I don't go. know how much uh, you ulysses has drank up to this point so he doesn't say that he's drank a lot up to this point and he's asking yeah. you for what booze so I'm, I'm assuming he hasn't drank that much so you, yeah, you're I just mean, gonna, it, get, you're gonna get over, you're gonna get him killed over that's what you're gonna get Periods
2: of time of my you know it goes it goes it, it's wildly changed over i can't touch or smell uh jagermeister anymore now? because i drank so much of it in college and you know a couple years after college when i just started teaching that uh uh, it, it, I, I, I just can't. As
1: soon as I smell yeah. it,
2: it almost makes That's me. That's like gag. me
1: with tequila. When I was in the tequila, when I was in a band tequila. in uh, in West Virginia, I ended up uh, drinking a lot of rumplements the, uh, oh, the yeah. uh, shot deal. Yeah, had I had a lot of that.
2: Of that was, here. that was
1: awful. We did a lot of Jägermeister at that point. Now, at this point, I haven't drank in over 10, 15 years. So I'm not the one to ask. Obviously that's why he asked you, you drunk. Uh, so basically, <laughs> yeah. uh, Ulysses, yeah. what Brandon has told you is to drink anything you can get your hands on, you know, white yeah. Russians to tequila shots, uh, the Jägermeister, Jägermeister. We, Jäger we always bombs, open up every
2: Bills game. Uh, the, the first snow game with white Russians. That's that's always yeah. what we do for the first snow That's game. what you do. Great.
1: Uh, okay. yeah. that's been so lucky for you too right i wonder how many you know that's the thing how many like you know if you're gonna do these rituals and things like that how many have you tried that never worked out you're like come on (laughs) nate peterman you're gonna do good for us today and then that has to get thrown out the
2: vests ironically was the year we broke the playoff drought so i mean those can never go away now those are yeah the vests are there uh we'll we'll see what the overalls lead to you know because that that's getting busted out this year so
1: Yes. And he says, been loving the podcast. The events podcast is so cool. We finally found somebody who has been listening to it. The events podcast on Patreon. We have not gotten many word from that. Uh, We're going to be recording the next next, uh, episode of that's going to be coming up soon. And it's fun to hear the beginning of Marvel Universe and how it's changed. It has changed. Like oh, we yeah. said last week I think it was Everything ran through Captain Marvel At that point yep. Oh my And that the was women Captain Marvel like,
2: like you can't really Complain about the level Of respect The women characters Get now
1: ba- yeah, Compared but, to Yeah Batman. they're great then, I mean, Now geez. Yeah back then It was awful If you aren't they, on the Patreon Get there idiots Oh yeah, and panel
0: And never see. Oh,
1: story <laughs> Yes and he says Support these guys Thanks Jim Brennan And Aaron Your 4.5% Blood alcohol content friend And that is Ulysses So happy birthday yes. Ulysses And I ended up sending him a happy birthday is like it's not till wednesday i think he said so oh he boy. still has some time to, to listen to this And then stock up the question For the white for Russians
2: Ulysses, and, You know The back to him Is Do you celebrate Your 21st On that day Or do you You know Hold off and wait Till that first Friday Or Saturday I think well, I, I think
1: that he's Just gonna celebrate it I mean What, what yeah. does he have to do I mean I, I would do just both, more talk. Personal? Yeah really <laughs> I, Just a whole week The next one is Josh And uh, You know about Josh Because Josh is the one Who called in Or wrote in About the art And this is the actual uh, email yes. we talked about it on the patreon a little bit uh but yeah. josh says hi guys love the podcast i've been listening since about october 2018 and i've only been reading comics since september of 2018 so he jumped Welcome. in with us so a yeah. lot of what and how you guys talk about comics really resonates with me and what he's saying is we dumb it down it's what i yeah. say you know we're, we're not That's fancy right. We're not trying to, you know, impress anybody with our knowledge because I have none. I enjoy your views so much that yours is the first Patreon account I've signed up for. And thank you, Josh. That's awesome. My second and most recent is Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. So we ended up now. There's a smart Good company there, right? Yeah. So there we go. (laughs) You know, at least you're listening to 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 somebody who's smart. It's funny. That's that's (laughs) what happens is we we say the nice sense he's got to (laughs) go to him. I am writing not only to say how much I like listening to your podcast, but also provide a few suggestions mostly about accessing your previous podcast first as i mentioned i'm new to reading comic books however i subscribe to many marvel titles and have marvel unlimited which is the best if you are somebody yeah. listening right now and you have jumped on with us or or whatever you're you're just getting into things i'm telling you the first step to do and i hate to say this because this is not a uh, a good business deal for me to say uh, join yeah. up Marvel Unlimited first Then join our Patreon Because Marvel I, I Unlimited is way grab worth the
2: it I the one book You'd walk into a comic book store and ask for And then get Marvel Unlimited yeah, And Marvel catch up Unlimited uh, is and so see what else good. you like yeah.
1: yeah well that's what that's The best thing of it is Because there's a lot of times What people would do in the past would, and, and I hate to say it but it's true They would pirate books They'd go online yeah. and get Because you don't know what to buy You're not going to be able to go right. and buy every book hey, it's, it's intimidating and, Marvel Unlimited, though, gives you that great option. Yes, they're not exactly up to date from last week, but six Six months months is enough. So if you hear us talking about, say, Invaders... You can go on the Marvel Unlimited app and start at number one. It's already on there, so you can start. Hey, I want to see how that is.
2: Books moves too is uh, you're not really that far behind. No, you're not missing a (laughs) lot. Yeah, really. Uh, DC
1: does it longer with their DC Universe app. It's like a year, and I think that's too long. They're they're always scared that people aren't going to buy things. I think that Marvel Unlimited with that six months, yeah, everybody would like it more up to date. But six months is really good and boy it's it's such a great app i love it i I, I love it so much they would
2: cave to three to four months i would have to kiss my comic i know well yeah that that would be the deal and
1: i think that that's the problem they don't want you to just give up buying comics you know at the comic store as well but boy it is great so if if you end up or you end up listening to our podcast now and like say you're listening to the back stuff and you hear us talk about the black widow you know miniseries or even the killmonger or cosmic ghost rider Lot of that stuff is almost all on there now, it's yeah. so great. I do love it, and I do think that if you are a Marvel fan, it's a must buy to get on that yeah. Marvel mean It's cheap too, uh, forever, but if so, you are so a whatever. new fan, it's even more of a must buy, you know, because yeah. then you could just go through things and check things out and stuff at yeah, your own th- leisure. Th- I really you like know, it.
2: We, we've done enough episodes that if you for whatever reason wanted to be crazy and start at the beginning with us, you, you could actually read all those yeah. arcs along all with through Marvel there. Unlimited yeah. at yeah. this and
1: Probably point. by yeah. the time you catch up, if you went by week by week, you would never run out. I, I don't think you would. So that is pretty cool. I love it though. I really do. I am reading specific selections and as such, typically listen to reviews the books that I'm reading weeks after the release date. As such, after I read something on Marvel Unlimited or haven't been able to read a particular book for a while, It would be great if I could more easily access the podcast on a particular book rather than having to scroll down some books I haven't read at all, letting them build up so I can binge read. My request that would be if you could think about designing your uh, weird science website, which is the, you know, weird science, Marvel Comics dot com. What Dot am I saying? Com, yeah, I, you I hear your daughter yelling in the background. Yeah. She was distracting. <laughs> no, that's, that's my son. More, that was my okay, son. Okay, well, he, he's singing. <laughs> More like an archive yeah. or database, like Comic Book, Roundup, or Netflix. And I, I'd really like to do this. I personally don't know how. So I, I'm telling you, I even said that, Josh, I would love to have his expertise or you know, yeah. him maybe even be able to do that because that would be awesome. Now, I did check something out. I did go into what I listen to the podcast on is Pod Addict. And you can kind of search. If you go into a particular podcast, you can search in that podcast for particular things, keywords Mm -hmm. and things like that. The problem is sometimes things get jumbled and and stuff like that because, you know, their name is different things and stuff like that. Yeah. But that is a way, but it'll just bring up that specific podcast and stuff like that, that you may be able to, you know, use that to kind of deal. But he says you have great content, but it just needs to be easier to access. And, And that is something that I would love to have. I'd love that, that for the DC side. I mean, at points we had a twelve-hour podcast. I'd love for people to be able to just grab, you know, that particular thing and go. Yeah. I just have more thoughts me multiple on this in days general. Days of
2: work to get through. I remember. Yeah, those and he
1: says he has some experience with designing user experience, so I I like that. I would yeah. love if he would Give be able to do that. Up, I'm right head. in anything that makes it easier yeah. for people to listen to stuff. That'd be great. Now we host it on Podbean, and we we really can't change anything there. But if we put all the podcasts on. Our website then we can do that that Way second I love the reviews of the books But discussion on book art leaves Me wanting more and this is what we Talked about on the patreon my suggestion which I Admit it may or may not work with all the Listeners is to have an art segment as Part of the show of course Frequency of said segment would require Some tweaking but I would love to hear a Weekly review of the best art and comics For that week it would be a Small five to ten minutes segment that would provide An objective review of the best art In a comic for that week furthermore I I am a bit of an academic at heart, so it'd be super cool if you got an art scholar or someone like that. You, you know who did go to college for uh, art theory and history? Jess. She did. Uh, own. She, yeah, We're not having her on. <laughs> who could speak about art her. methods, artist <laughs> decision regarding art choice and art adding in story continuity, etc.? And I said, this is uh, not the first person who said that we don't center a lot on art. It's just I'm not anything. I'm not an I artist. Know. I I'm just not an artiste. To
2: say about it, other than I, it's when I open it, I, I like let, it. Know if I like it, or I not. I like. But yeah.
1: I like is it what I tries, say. I seize what I like. you Trying
2: to fill ten minutes about talking. No, but about I, I art agree that sound, there's. I would yeah. sound pretty bad.
1: I agree that that is a, a part that's missing a little, it is a and I, I do like us, the yeah. idea. And in fact, when we talked about it on the Patreon, which which Josh had to have heard, he's on the Patreon. When we talked about it, uh, ended up Joey who does DC reviews actually said, and he wanted me to thank Josh and say, you know, tell him thank you. When he did listen to that, he realized himself for the DC reviews that he doesn't do enough about the art. He said, he's going to, you know, actively try to change things up with that as well. I'm going to as well. And I say that, we just went through invaders. I don't think we mentioned the art. No. I, I know.
0: Oh, you my. said
2: you, you did say you liked it. In your I said blurb, I, I, dug but specifically the art. Yeah, that's it. In, in my ending summary, I did not say anything about the art. No, I know I, did. And, I, know and, and I really like back, it. I love the I old timey too, yeah. look of it
1: yeah I do so go we we're, we're going back to the invaders here that I agree with you. why I really like it is that before when it first started out the book, you had a very big you know divide between current day and past because they were telling a lot of the you know flashback stories from World War II for the invaders, and I really dug that now it's yeah, kind too. of settled in between the two of them. Almost making it look like a classic look. And I really like it yeah. as well. I really like the art. I, I think that when they do the stuff, especially with Machin and uh, Namor, I think it's really well done where you have those two going back and forth. And I like how all the characters look. Uh, the only thing that I had a problem with in this issue of Invaders was I didn't realize that was Tony. When he was running and before he said, <laughs> yeah. hey, you know, I, I thought know. I did a pretty good He's job with that body
2: and only has like and, and one joke just,
1: him and, being yeah. there. I was like, man, that didn't look like Tony to me until I actually looked." But I really like the art of that. So there I'm trying to atone for the art, you know, not being mentioned much in that. It's just something one of those. And he did. We me and Josh were talking a little and he did want to know how we come up with scores as well. He mentioned this in this when me and him were talking back and forth. And that's the thing where I kind of go. And again, you know, to toot my own horn here, I, I have almost, I think it's like 2,700 reviews now on comic book round. Mm-hmm. So somewhere around there, 2,600. Um, and with that, when we started, me and Eric started, we didn't want to make the scores like, okay, we're going to give two points to the letter, two points to the colorist, two points to the inker. There are sites that do that. And what ends yeah. up happening is you end up with a really weird score and you end up with a score that sometimes, you know, what are you, what are you going to say about a letter? You know, if he gets yeah, two points, you're giving him you two points. I wrong. mean, there's there's them, holy yeah, any time you're not. So what ended up happening if you try to go with that, and even the case where even if you went art is five and stories five, you can end up with one of the best comics you've ever read that may not have the greatest art, but you end up giving it a six or a six-five because and and you end up afterwards saying, Man, I love that comic, but then the score stinks. Or vice versa, you don't like the story that much You give the story a 2 But yet the art is so fantastic That it ends up being a 7 Overall that's not a 7 as a comic So what me and Eric ended up doing We never jumped back and forth with that We never made it half and half This is something that if, if you know Brett Booth the artist i got in a, a week long argument with him back in the day about <laughs> this and how we end up scoring he thinks it's bull crap so maybe everybody else does as well but when i get done the issue basically and and also remember the way that we talk about things and the way you know we set up both the Marvel and the dc side is kind of the site of the common man and woman you know what i mean we're not scholars We're not going to be people who are going to pick apart this, that, and the other thing. What I end up doing is reading it, and then I decide, did I like it or not? And, you know, I want my review to kind of resemble that. When you get done an issue and you're like, man, I really like that, there's at that point as a reader, you're not sitting there saying, well, I'd give that four out of five of art, and I'd I'd give this. And yes, a reviewer should do a little more. Yes, I think about it. But when I'm done, the the most important thing that I have with anything with reviews is when I'm done reading and I put it down if I liked it or not. And then I work from there because I don't ever want to give a bad score to something I loved or a good score to something that I hate it just because the stats end up that way. And sometimes they can, they can get skewed that way. So really most of our reviews, most of my scores start with a gut feeling of, did I like it? Love it. I mean, there's times, you know, you, you end up reading, and you're like, boy, I love that issue. That was such an awesome issue. And then you kind of have to figure out, you know, what are the particulars that that made you think that that when you had that gut feeling. And I, I know, I've even had people argue with me about that and say that that's bull crap. We had a guy uh, way back who ended up quitting the Patreon because. of that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the, well, the, that's you uh, but yeah. he came yeah. back if he's listening he'll know who it is and he came back though later because then he kind of he kind of realized and me, me and him both kind of came together uh to to figure out how we do things and stuff like that but that is the end of the first section of mail, a little bit off on, uh, you know, a little tangent on reviews there, a little thing there. But, yeah, uh, I always like talking about reviews. I love reviews. I love reading reviews. I go to the uh, comic book roundup every single day to see if there's more reviews. See, I can't get enough. It. Yeah, that that's the only, yeah, I send them the Brandon and we talk about things and stuff like that. So, yeah, I love it. But that is it for the first section of mail. But we're going to go off now to some more books. All right, and we're back. And the two books that we have coming up in this section are uh, going to be very quick. I think they, they are very quick reads, at least. Uh, yeah. yeah, and if we're going to start center with around one thing, punches, punches. Yes, yes, punch. Yeah. It's the uh, punching just like section. you have at all of your parties. You have a lot <laughs> yeah. of punch, Jungle right? Juice, you always, we call it you're right always here. spiking that. Uh, but the <laughs> first one is going to be Symbiote Spider-Man number. four five, and that is written by Peter David, pencils by Greg Land inks by Jay Leiston, colors by Frank Diamart, and letters by VC's Joe Sabino. And as we always say, they don't have really a catch up page there. They have a no. front page. Uh, that's like the Daily do, Bugle. Does, I like it too. I'm I telling like you, all issue. I needed to do was see Spidey on top of the train with Mysterio yep. to be like, all Perfect. right, I remember. Right, now this roll. is yep. a book and there are lot of other books that came out this week obviously and there are going to be some people i think with this book especially saying like well why did they cover this book with all the other books but it's something that we've covered since the beginning we we actually have covered each of the books and so that's the only reason because after reading this we kind of like to have the books that we like, you know, at least like enough on the podcast. And after reading this, boy, I was down on this one. Uh, It's something that me and you, yeah, it kind of is a book though, that it's been me and your book. We, We have these a lot where it seems like me and you are the only ones reading and talking about a book. So, and I do like to kind of push a book. That's a little bit of an underdog people, not reading things like that. And boy, this ended up with a fizzle. And ends up with basically, we'll be back. And I'm like yep. really Like, I just wanted it to end And this is n- a, such a well, non-ending it ends in a way
2: when it says we'll be back I'm almost like you son of a I don't yeah, even want yeah. you back now at this yeah. point in time you It know? got
1: me so angry Because I was all this too. going on You had a very In my mind a more intricate story With yeah. Mysterio And Kingpin And all these things the working symbi- around yeah. And the symbiote And then it only ends with a fight That's all that it does does. you have the symbiote fighting Mysterio with Black Cat there while Aunt May is waiting for a breakfast date with Peter? Peter. That's yeah. all you get. And none of even, the
2: other like none of the other threads come into play. No. Not Black Cat cutting his finger off of the symbiote nope. suit, not Aunt May and Peter kinda on rocky terms, not uh Kingpin threatening the scientist to figure out what's going on around yeah. here. And, yeah everything's dropped for the only the only thing
1: that can tie up a little is with black cat giving mysterio the symbiote and remember that's the other thing we're talking about the cutting the finger what about the idea of the files out there of black cat working with kingpin and stuff like that none of that is ever at least one thing is the symbiote just gets back to peter out of mysterio at the point but really that is even like an aside they end up fighting at Shea Stadium. They're they're on yeah. the the train. Fighting. This train
2: takes them to the Mets game, basically. Yeah,
1: and I I don't know. I I have not read a ton of Black Cat, you know, stuff with. Peter with, you know, Spider-Man back in the day, deal. But boy, the the amount of times in word bubbles that she, spider, spider, spider. I'm like, you're really getting annoying. It it got so annoying to me. Uh, But it's even with her there. that where Tom King got cat Maybe, maybe. And she's only, (laughs) it only seems that she's here in this issue, first to save Peter a little, but also to realize that, oh my, the symbiote's kind of taking control more and fighting and things like that. Because even with, when she's like, Spider, Spider, and Mysterio is like, uh, yeah, you're you're talking to the wrong guy there. You know, Peter is uh, you know there. He's only he's not in control. And they go on. I'm just like, whatever, let's get going because it's just a fight. And Because of that, you don't even get any dialogue from Spider-Man until near no. mid midway, even longer than that, because it's just the symbiote going when to he town starts snapping. Yeah. yeah yeah he and so you have that now mysterio you get to see him doing some fun stuff he ends up making hard like constructs of himself to kind of almost have multiple mysterios that are fighting and they can actually punch you know they're punching peter and then when black cat comes in they start punching her but she kind of goes like eeny miny mo and then just kicks the right one that ends up yeah. getting well, rid of she those has
2: bad yeah she has bad luck power so yeah, the yeah. bad luck strikes mysterio here yeah and, it and, strikes you know, him she ends yeah, up and picking he up. Even- says the right he even kind
1: of you know laughs at the powers a little but while this is going on y- you end up wasting some time with a t-rex uh hard like construct that he's That's using you know to go really around
2: be angry because i'm like all right just end this stupid story they're fighting yeah. each other peter knocks him down i see where this is going because there's not really much left in room left in the comic to get into any of the other no. threads and then he yeah, pulls at this a point T-Rex it's, it's it's
1: it's page 15 16 yeah. and you have this T-Rex running through that's a hard like construct that is scaring people away but really doing nothing for the story at yeah. no point does Peter go then. and try to no save people deal. and also because it's it's a hard like construct that then just disappears you know because they take out mysterio and he ends up get peter ends up getting the symbiote back it goes into him he gets full out and then starts to attack and then just starts punching mysterio but that's when you get the t-rex things like that yeah. and at one point you do see the just dis-
2: that well the, that's the part that made me mad the t-rex yeah. ends up serving as the distraction for mysterio yeah. to get away so it, it all is for
1: not anyway, and then has his gun And he has a gun. He's about to shoot Peter because he's got, you know, the mist going. That is, you know, there's where Peter is distracted again. He's like, finally, I can, I could just shoot him. And then he gets hit in the back of the head with a bat. Black cat. Or then it's like one, two, three strikes. You're out. He's out. And then that's when the T-Rex disappears. You end up getting Mysterio, you know, webbed up to be taken away later. Peter goes off because he's got to go meet up with Aunt May. He's late for this breakfast. She earlier. Has said, and, and this dialogue between her and this waitress was really weird to me. Like, hey, who it are you was. waiting for? And then Aunt May's like, huh, you know, just some guy, you know. And, oh yeah, it doesn't look like he's coming. He's a real loser. <laughs> like whatever. Right. Yeah. So so nothing <laughs> she gets resolved. It just yeah just and then leaves and then when peter comes she's like oh did you see a lady here are you peter yeah she wanted you to get this letter that you can imagine it's like peter it says on the outside he opens it up you're a jerk and and he crumbles it up throws it down goes back to the apartment with felicia there and calls aunt may i'm sorry aunt may i was busy what i have a lot of time now what you don't want to talk to me hello you hung up oh no and that's how it ends. Is she it's talking over. to
2: an answering machine? Or what? No, it's it her. Was such a one-sided conversation? She, <laughs> she
1: just hung up. She hung up at that one point. He's like, MA, hello, hello. And then you just see Felicia. And then he's like, crap, how could things get any worse? And you see, you know, the Symbiote costume sitting on the chair. It says Finn. Yeah. And then you got Symbiote Spider Man will return with a little goblin there. I'm like, really? Like I'm you didn't end yet. this Come well. Yeah, you did not end this well US, at all. This was just a fight scene the whole bit. It seems like, it seems like this needed one more issue. It only had five. And it needed one more issue to kind of do something to tie everything up. Yep, Nothing got tied up at all. I
2: swear you just, when I, I did the solicit show when this was announced, it was six. And then all of a yeah, sudden it was weird. like all their other mini series and five yeah, issues. It was just and fine. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, this, maybe that's the problem with this issue. This just
1: ended up being a big fight. Now, if this was the third issue. And you ended up having a fight. Maybe we'd say, oh, man, it was a cool fight. You know, you had some punching. You had some multiples of Mysterio and things like that. But as a last issue with a lot of things set up in the series, that they weren't exactly, you know, the most intricate of things. It, like you right. said, the one was just Kingpin getting pissed off at the scientist wanting to know what's going on and if he could do things like that. But then that's just left alone you had all right. these things going and then you just leave it with them just sitting well, there. It, it, and it the really biggest, was disappointing. You know,
2: betrayal I think would be black cat going behind her boyfriend slash superhero yeah. boyfriends back and giving her, getting co- the symbiote his, his yeah. costume
1: to the bad guy. Like, and Peter, what? Well, and that's the thing is at this point, they're sitting there in their, in their, you know, little apartment there. And Peter's not once saying like, Hey, and I guess maybe he wasn't of right mind at that point to realize. But, you know, where is the idea where he's like, why did he have the symbiote? Like, what was going on there? (laughs) <laughs> eh, he's just calling at me, but maybe that's the thing that he was kind of you know knocked out out of his mind deal while that was yeah. going on because he wasn't even going to live with the guilty well, conscience. Yeah, yeah, even forever, at Mysterio, even had Mysterio, at one point was kind of like trying to tell jokes because he said Peter wasn't talking any. Now because Josh said that we have to remember the art, and this is incredible. I've liked the art I know. throughout. I have really, I, I've really enjoyed the art. A lot
2: of crap because people, uh, you know, they've even found pretty good examples of him like. I wouldn't say tracing porn, tracing. but, you know, using it as a uh, okay. point of reference for how to draw women, hey. and, and that's what he gets a lot of heat for. I, I like all his other, everything else that goes with the art, you know, the buildings, the coloring, the, yeah. the inks, so how he draws sexy women doesn't, ruffle my feathers in any way shape or form Mom, you know here's so the i thing. i dig there it there are I a it.
1: lot of cleavage shots here with black cat uh yeah. this is supposed to be a book though that's set in a certain time period when right. there was a lot of cleavage with black cat oh, yeah. and i go said i to to don't know late, uh 80s yeah. early 90s mary james i mean was this her. is yeah Woo. and this <laughs> is the symbiote you know deal so this is going back in yeah. time doing it so it fits the time frame i understand you know some people yeah. are going to see this and go boy you really accentuated some things but that kind of is Black Cat uh, but even with that with take her out of the whole equation I think that his Mysterio looks great I love you know yep. and it's not just him on the colors and the inks and all that everybody on the art team does a great job like you said everything seems to be detailed in a cartoony way that I like you know I don't need yep. things to be ultra realistic I don't yeah. need when it's the not T-Rex like, and it's to not, come out yeah. he,
2: he does a good job of straddling that line you, what's that guy that drives a Crazy, it does the Punisher book.
1: Oh, it's a Sizman Kodransky. Yeah, I I don't like his Uh, art. I don't like his art at all. I think he
2: does a close imitation to it, but much better, much clearer. Just
1: yeah, I like the idea of it looking kind of reason Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I think that this book looks fantastic. It's one of the things that I like from the beginning uh of this series, of this mini-series. Also, it's bigger panels there's not a lot of real small panels oh, yeah. he doesn't he get does. very he, he doesn't get fancy with the panel layout you get a very standard panel layout and i think it plays out very well with it uh at, at points the action in this got a little bit harder to follow than it has been before but i still yeah. think the action was really good Yeah, so, I, yeah overall, I thought the art was really the did. highlight of this issue you know, the the story kind of fell flat, but the art itself brings me up to a six five. I think I was gonna go six, but now I'm looking at the art. I think I I like it enough to go six five. Um, but that's a big disappointment to me. I've really liked this this series to the point where, like I said, it was kind of our little thing going and I was enjoying it. Yep. This fell flat big time. What would you give? Yeah, it did.
2: Yeah, I gave it a six on the site when okay. I reviewed it, and, I, and I'm going to stick with sense. that here. I just was r- really disappointed by it because this was a series up until this point. Like you know, we were recommending to people and telling people yeah. to check out, and you know, it was a Spider-Man book. What while well, I'm disappointed by the main Amazing Spider-Man book was was giving me some joy and ge- giving me you know yep. a little bit of that Spider-Man I needed on my poll list, and, and then it ended with such a thud. I was disappointed. You know, yeah. other than the art, like like we discussed the, about the art already. Everything about the art looks great. Um, yeah. You know, I, I just was let down by the conclusion here. The first four leading up to it were, were interesting and gripping, and, and this had none of that.
1: Yeah, I agree. But we're going to move on to the next book, which is Fantastic Four, number 13. And that is written by Dan Slott, who has blocked me. Uh, art by Sean Ozoski, <laughs> Uh, colors by Marcio Menez and letters by VCs Joe Caramanga. Yeah, I was just joking, and, and the guy blocked me. But eh, whatever. I actually thought like it's such a weird thing to block somebody because there you go. It, it's you like just, just think of the them? concept. like you guys it, but, are calling each other names. But you know? what he's blocked me from is the ability to go see what he's doing, and I didn't he's care. Yeah. So that it's almost like <laughs> y- you have a business. And you don't like a guy, so you're like, you're blocked from ever coming here. Well, it kind of hurts you as well. And so in the long run, I've only said one thing ever to Dan Slot. He blocked me. And I don't care because I never went to his site, you know, his his Twitter page. Anyway, I really don't care one lick what he has to say about anything. And in fact, maybe he should stop blocking people and actually write a story. Uh, you know, these last <laughs> two issues of Fantastic Four. I mean, really, if there's anybody mailing it in, it's him and these two issues. It's just yeah. been one fight. It's really Nonsense. amazing how
2: he gets so much text out of the same thing
1: happening for the last yeah, two issues. The same you know what I'm thing. saying? Here we go. Yeah. This Fantastic Four number thirteen. Now, with this, I'm not as down on it as I'm saying now, getting angry. No, I, angry, don't hate it. I no, know, I, I don't like hate it actually either. Better than how Spider-Man, can you hate but, it? But, Nothing uh, happens. No, there's stuff. Ben scheduled his island honeymoon with Alicia to take place during his annual transmutation, when he becomes human for a short period of time. Before the honeymooners could even get started, the Hulk crashed their vacation. But this is more than another contest of strength. The Hulk is under the control of Alicia's stepfather, the villainous Puppet Master. Uh, Eric always his ears prick up when he hears Puppet Master. He thinks it's those stupid movies. Who's furious that Alicia coerced him into approving? Her nuptials with Ben. The brawl between Ben and the Hulk result in a rock slide that trapped the leash and other bystanders. As the clock ticks down, can the thing default defeat Hulk before reverting to his human form? And that's basically what you have. You have the ticking down of... Yeah, the countdown. He ends up having the watch that shows, you know, exactly when he is going to be human again, where he's just going to be good old Ben Grimm. This was set up so they can go on their honeymoon so they can have kids. He sheds his skin yearly. Yeah, Yeah, and they they were going to end up trying to have kids during this honeymoon. And you can only think Puppet Master also just doesn't want his daughter to have sex with the thing. That's all I can think of all time, but yeah, basically there is a I, I lot to of talking the
2: relationship real yeah, is stepfather in law. yeah. I was like,
1: yeah, what? But he does, on? he does seem to be. Well, it is Ben's stepfather in law, but it's yeah. it's Alicia's yeah, yeah, stepfather. That's, uh, I got so. that
2: part. Yeah,
1: yeah, and the, the whole thing is Alicia did end up duping them all by making a copy of him when you know Ben went to ask if she could, if they could get married. So. You know Ben's confused. He thinks, "Boy, I, I asked you if I could get married to him." He said, up and "Yes." Up, it yeah. was. It wasn't him. Alicia uh, knew that this was never going to be Hulk's a thing. Talking all sorts of weirdness. Yeah, he's not Sam. Picking well, up he figures right out the whole deal that it's puppet master, and he's trying to get to the Hulk and say, "Hey, Hulk, in there, you're being. You know, you're being used. The puppet master's using you. Please don't fight me." There's th- Hulk doesn't care. Because the Hulk no. just wants to beat up the thing anyway. It, it, this is his yeah. mo. Anyway, he doesn't care. Yeah. Even at one the point, Hulk's at the off end. The
2: Hulk his rocker at the moment. Anyway, yeah. there's no and reasoning with them.
1: It's funny. With the the deal here is until the very end, it's a very non-immortal Hulk. This is kind of a classic Hulk. That if you're not liking or not reading the Immortal Hulk, it doesn't matter. The Hulk's just there yeah, to they, just beat they the crap tie out, it out of Ben. It in a little they bit. They tighten at it's the very end. Up- At the very end, it is. And it's just a little aside saying, oh, you know, because he ends up by the end going to get the puppet master. Like, you're never going to control me again. And then mentions at that point, mentions like, yeah, that Bruce, he's always getting killed. But then I just come back. So, you know, I'm not going to die. And now I'm going to, you know, just destroy you. But pretty much this whole issue is. The thing getting the crap kicked out of him by the Hulk while he's trying to figure out if he can stop the Hulk. But in the meantime, you have Alicia and these people underground because of this rock slide. And he does try to say to Puppet Master, listen, just stop. Please stop. You know, if this is about you loving your stepdaughter, you're loving her, you got to stop because, you know, you're going to kill her. You're going to end up, you know, killing her with this. And even Hulk says, you think that he cares about anything like that? You think this is about family? He just wants revenge. You're just going to have yeah. to fight. And so he's Ben just ends him. up. He don't care. Yeah, it just ends. And I do love when you see Puppet Master there in prison because he's still in prison. And I love that he just has, you know, his puppet master abilities is he has action figures and he just plays with them. It makes me laugh so much. But he's doing that and he's trying to fight. While Alicia realizes I'm
2: stuck in prison. Yes,
1: that's what it is. Yeah, he should be (laughs) in prison sometimes. So, yeah, Alicia's like, listen, everybody, we got to get out of here. We can't wait for you know, the thing or the Hulk to come save. Nobody's saving us. They're fighting. And the only way that we're going to get out. And also the only way that my husband is going to be able to beat the Hulk is if we do get out and he doesn't have to worry about us anymore. So they start going out. And it's one of those, there's a kind of a funny scene where these people like, how would you know, you know, what rock to move, whatever she's like, well, I work with rock. Plus I have to get bent up every morning, you know, he's made of rock. So (laughs) you you get this. And I, I don't know if that was supposed to be a sexy thing that she was saying. But you go, and they do kind of get out. But this is where the timing is just – it's running out. But I'll tell you, Ben's doing a good job. I mean, he's holding his own. He's like Rocky. He he does. And he he is getting the crap kicked out of him, and Hulk is like Drago. But, yeah, you end up with, you know, he's made of stone. and and, and, You know, they have that. Alicia goes out. It's right when Ben realizes, I'm going to die. I'm not going to be able to do this. I can't get out of this. There's no way. Uh, but she says, listen, the Hulk, he might be stronger, he might be bigger, but you have more heart. And, you know, the Yancey him comes out like it always does. <laughs> and he, he does. ends up just beating the crap out of the Hulk, he ends up knocking them out and then they go off. Now the the bad part about all this is, is that he ends up being knocked out himself for a week. He wakes up, (laughs) he's thing again. He missed out on that whole week. Yep. He missed out on that whole week. And he even says to Alicia, Oh, we messed it. We were going to start a family. She's like, ah, we have other time for that. It's no, no problem. But you know, he's all excited that he beat up the Hulk and all that stuff. And you have, it looks like in the
2: one a uh, picture where alicia's grabbing his face and she turns it to the side like his brain is oozing out. Of yeah the oh, side he's of got his some head. problems
1: at one point <laughs> you know earlier he is he looks like he's falling apart but yeah he's all impressed with himself and he's like yeah i got the best sunday punch I ever threw in my life and then he starts yelling that he wants that vibranium schmimranium. i want this baby bronzed when you take it off i'm like are you talking about your whole arm there uh, you know, thing. You are yeah, wacky. I, uh, I but didn't then quite get like yeah. I don't
0: think
2: that's really a hard cast there. Like the you know, it is one vibranium, he says. Bronze. But
1: yeah, he says I it just was weird. It why looks would like you an bronze sleeve to me? Well why you would know? you bronze vibranium? It's already more, you know, <laughs> expensive than than bronze. Uh I did like at the one point when he did reach back to Punch the Hulk! That big punch. You did have the glint of the wedding ring. Yeah. That was a pretty cool touch. And and again, oh, yeah. I'll mention him before Man the end. I love the art in this book. I, I love it. I think the art yeah, is really great. good. It, it's just one fight scene, but boy, he gets to play around a lot with the art. You have a lot of Hulk. You have a lot of just as the things getting hit, rock falling off them. At one point, Thing picks up a whole tree and hits the Hulk over the back with it and stuff. They're all bleeding. Pretty much, it's a Rocky movie. It's all. All it is. And I, I really did enjoy that aspect of it. It's just two issues. It really feels like he was mailing this in. You didn't have to do yeah. much in these two issues. Uh, yeah. the Hulk then go off to the raft the, where, uh, you know, they have the puppet master in prison and he just goes, crunches his hands, which is the worst. He's like, my hands. And Oh yep. my God, you look at these things. I'll they're never horrendous. Be puppet master again, One you finger so is mean. done. Yeah. He's like, I'm never puppet master. He's like, you really think that that's all it's going to be. And then he just seems to go to town and yeah, kill him. Just, so yeah, I think zoom out he's out of the done
2: and it, you hear all these crunches
1: and yep, see crunch, all that crunch. ah! oh my yelling God. and screaming. But yeah, so here's the thing. I had fun reading this. I did enjoy. And even with the thing where I know the thing is not going to die. You know, and, and the big thing, again, yeah. would be that when the timer runs out, he turns into his regular human Ben Grimm self and the Hulk will kill him. So that's the big tension. There's not that much tension because, you know, they're not going to kill the thing. The tension kind or of in Hulk. my mind was <laughs> just how is he going to end up knocking out the Hulk? And he ends up doing it by just reaching back and with Alicia, give him inspiration and in doing it. Uh, so I, I I liked it enough. I really did. I'm giving did it a too. seven. I, more, I thought the more art again, with I thought the art was great. Uh, yeah. Sub- yeah. I thought the art yeah, was I'm, really I'm good. With, yeah.
2: I, I'm yeah. going to give it a seven, five. Uh, I'm a sucker for kind of the classic Marvel matchups. Like you yeah, give me a Wolverine, Sabertooth, the Saber yeah. tooth, a thing, Hulk, those type of things. And it's a two issue, just kind of fight back and forth with yeah. no real purpose. Other than that, I'm, I'm a okay with that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, coupled like with it. the art here, um you know i really enjoyed it yeah, like you mentioned already the the punching back and forth that one splash page i you know you could print it out as a fathead yeah. and hanging in yeah. your, your man yeah cave it's would awesome. be pretty sweet
1: yeah it's pretty um, cool
2: but you know uh, other than that uh dan slot seems to do this a lot with the fantastic four series like every time we're almost sort of getting into a type of story we get like these interludes that are two or three issues yeah. and kind of sidetrack us and we do something else and I really don't know what the overall story to this book has been, other than Franklin kind of losing his powers and them going in yeah. and out. That seems and I be want the to see more of and Franklin.
1: That's they're, they're two yeah. of the characters that I really like, and they kind of get put aside for these yeah. little side deals. I mean, we did start the May, stuff maybe with Doctor uh, Doom, but Foundation book. But, yeah. but Doom ended up just kind of being pushed aside as well. There's a lot of things that are pushed aside in the series just it's to such get these. A now, paced now paced and book. that's the it thing; is. these these side issues like these past two with the Hulk, they end up being fun. But you want you know, if you're gonna have just a fun book like this, then just have it. Uh, but don't throw all these other things in there and just leave them behind. So we'll see how it yeah. goes on. <laughs> uh, I hope that we get more hard-hitting deal. It really yeah, is. it is. It
2: I is, don't so. know what, what like giant Fantastic Four fans like I'm a Spider-Man Wolverine fan, what they think of it. I'd be very yeah. interested because you know, we're hot and cold on it. I wonder if they're the I mean, same here's way the thing. or if they're just they may in be love hot with how he it went. But
1: I, they may just be happy to have the book because you haven't had a yeah. Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah, book in so right. long. I have a feeling yeah. that they're still just like I don't care as long as I get the Fantastic Four. I'm good with it. And this did feel like you said with the matchup deal. It did feel classic. So I think yeah. that maybe they would dig these two issues. They you know you had the wedding earlier, so that was pretty cool. There are some things to this. It's just overall getting a grip at an ongoing story a continuing story it just kind of peters along and you know but i enjoy every issue it seems i'm telling you i haven't really hated an issue things either yeah that that screws it up too and and that makes like a a side thing you know feel a little less than it should too but that's it that is the end of the fantastic four we're going to go off now to the next section of mail
0: The the
1: show. Come on, Brandon, let's go. All right, Brandon, let's go. It is time for We're mail ready. section number two, a little delayed. People won't realize that, but we had a little issues technically there. Yeah. I don't know what the heck happened, but here we are. And the, the first male of this section, of yeah, really just stunned. <laughs> Matt is the first one of mail section number two. And he says, Jim and Brandon, I'm liking the idea of having one show per week on the regular feed. However, Have you discussed how you're going to handle the Sunday night NFL games? And we kind of have, (laughs) basically, when there's a game with one of our teams, which should only be mine, which you discussed. Buffalo does not have a Sunday night game, but we're also going to have a Thanksgiving game this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, eight times a year, old Brandon over there is going to be pretty drunk and may not be able to make a Sunday (laughs) night deal. We're going to have to record things a little earlier on those weeks. Uh, He says it looks like Philly has three Sunday night games, which they should, and Buffalo has zero and then he Zero. puts hot. Yeah. We're,
2: we're used to that around these parts. We don't yeah, get, yeah. See it, it'll what happens start. around here when they give Buffalo home night games is it, the city gets a little cranked up and it gets. Yeah, they do get cranked up. here very early. I, I
1: like that. That's what you think the NFL's thinking. They're, they're also thinking that nobody else <laughs> around the country wants to watch the Bills, so they don't get. Yeah. Believe me, the minute that the Bills, you know, and Josh Allen starts getting better, if, if Brady eventually does retire, and you can maybe think about winning a. You, yeah. You'll have some some night games, but yeah. the Eagles have a I bunch. Think, it's like you
2: know the, our our penchant for throwing sex toys out on the field though is a little scary. That might, to the but NFL I'm telling you, you just look <laughs> at just
1: look at Cleveland. They had nothing, and now this year, you, you, they're uh, Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night every yeah. week. It yeah, seems right. like they have you're a right. night game. It just takes you to have just the, sizzle. the press to fall. You need the us. sizzle. That's what you need again, right? I'm telling you, if if Antonio Brown would have went to the Bills. They would have had at least one, you know, primetime game. You would have at least one. But he says, and Philly plays Buffalo this year. And maybe it would have been that one. You could have a podcast centered around that. I certainly would listen. Yes. We'll see how. Yeah, we'll
2: probably end up talking that the first 10 minutes of that podcast anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we will.
1: Yeah, we will. One <laughs> more thing, Jim. Who are your top five Howard Stern whackpackers Packers of all time? Now, he says, if I ever met any in real life, that would be a big no. But my top five Howard Stern bra- blah, 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 Whack Packers would be number five, Crackhead Bob. He's definitely number five for me. Number four, Marianne from Brooklyn, who I know a lot of people get annoyed with just because of her voice. I laugh every time. And part of that is that Fred playing that crow sound just makes me laugh so much <laughs> yeah. number three hank uh, actually number three would be beetlejuice and and the thing is i used to yeah. if you would have asked me five years ago Beetlejuice, beetlejuice. might have been two or one but he's kind of phased out a little now i haven't heard him much lately um number two is hank the angry dwarf i love hank uh he rest in peace old hank and then number one is always been my favorite and again that's somebody who annoys people so much kind of why i like it it is eric the actor formerly eric the midget but i love when he was eric the actor as well but those are my top five and if i did have to meet any of them i, I would probably be you know Maryam from brooklyn would be the only one i'd even get close to uh if you want me to tell you who i hate the most of all the whack Packers, it definitely would be high-pitch Eric. I can't stand anytime. any oh, time. I yeah. get so annoyed. Him uh, and
2: Beetlejuice are the only names I recognize there. I know yeah, the crow sound have... you're talking about. Oh, it's the I best. listen to Howard and Stern so sporadically and randomly. Yeah, well, I listen to them all the my time. My experiences night. from Howard Stern are when they used to show it on, like, basic cable. Yeah, with E, e the E stuff. show, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I even like uh, Wendy the Slow Adult, formerly Wendy the Retard. That's not appropriate anymore. So Wendy yeah, the Slow Adult, maybe actually. Maybe. But all she does is say yes to anything he says, but it does make me laugh. And in fact, I have, I listen to it all the time. I listen to Howard all the time, and I do listen on the way home and make Eric listen as well. I and mean, him, you know, just laugh it up and things like that. Uh, but those are my top five. But back to his mail. Uh, he says, have I ever met any in real life? I have not. He says, thanks. And that is from matt thank you matt i'd like to hear what like his that. top five is and if eric the actor isn't number one then you're out of town i i love eric <laughs> he, i i he passed away unfortunately he cra- that just the nerve of him anytime because the things that he would demand and the respect that he thought <laughs> he deserved just made me laugh and if anything the time when yeah, he was said the time well, he? and the time yeah and also the time that he was pretty much setting up a hit on a guy was one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life on radio or anything was one of the funniest things. But the next deal and the next mail's from Walt. Walt says, I am Groot, I am Groot, I am Groot, and then says, oh, my bad, had the Flora Colossi language filter on is what she did. And he says, Whoa. hello, Jim Whoa. Brandon Wing and everyone wings. in the Get Fresh crew. But just got yep. back from bowling and first game ever that I got a 300. He says first game was 79 second one thirty five, Then last was 86. I think that he is getting a 300 combining all yeah. three games. I'm yeah, more yeah. of someone who swings I it back it and let it 66
2: the other day. If, if that makes him feel really, a better. little
1: Mario Lemieux for now, no clue <laughs> yeah. how some roll in and make it spin like crazy and do those moves show offs. I actually have a bit of a spin on mine. One time I'm impressed yeah. with seeing that is seeing kids doing that. I, I'm telling you the last time I went bowling and I mentioned this, I think back on the D podcast i hurt myself i ended up yeah, i, I really think i that. i may have possibly really broken my wrist
2: you don't even know you have anymore well, here's I'm the telling thing you, is last time it it i went bowling, i was sore as hell
1: yeah, I, this was oh, really? six months ago. Yeah, it still hurts. It. I think I broke something, and I'm not going to go yeah. to the doctor and say I broke something bowling. I'll lift stuff at work, and it still hurts like all hell. And I end up dropping things. It hurts. Like I think you I may get have pulled some wrist ligaments or something. Like, oh, Screw that, that I'm just dude never that going his again pants at work. Yeah. You know, probably wears me, one forget. of those. I yeah, <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> he just he uses it to wipe his butt. Uh, I end yeah. up, I think, and I even said, okay. like, I wanted to impress people because I am actually a pretty good bowler. I think I'm done now. I am done. I can't bowl anymore. You're I can't lift from the, the game, ball. Huh? I am. I'm retiring. Now time to start packing for vacation. I said, I think that last time when I hurt myself, I think I I, I got a 260. I think it's what I got. And I wanted to stop because it hurt so much. And I just kept going. And my kids were making fun of me. They're pretty a, good bowlers as well. I got a buddy well. who's
2: done a couple real
1: 300s in his life. Yeah, and, yeah uh, I've never done that. I. I that's yeah. like a hole in one. I'm never doing that. Heading to Europe a day then on the cruise. So he's packing for vacation. He's heading off to Europe on a cruise. Figure I'll bring the traits. Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 14 Venomized, Rogue and Gambit, and, and Moon Knight. He's on a cruise. What are you doing with these books? Please. What you do on a cruise, you eat. That's all that's yeah. for. oh. Anybody who's that's ever right. told me to go on a cruise has never once mentioned any sort of, you know, oh, you see the sights and you do this. All they tell me is you can eat 24-7. I'm like, I am you, in. You
2: want to know something so typically me? I, I've never been on a cruise. No, I, I don't have really other. have interest in doing so. But I have scammed up three or four different ways to sneak booze on a cruise because i oh, know you're really? not allowed to do that <laughs> oh my <laughs>
1: yeah. you, you just you don't want to get the you can get the ticket that's an open bar i mean you, you can yeah. splurge for that yeah. if you want i'm telling you my my one buddy would go on cruises each each year and then when he'd come back this is all he'd say is like and then this one night I woke up at like three thirty AM and I went downstairs and had a steak. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> and actually, I, uh, I went I might down and do had pork that for- chops. That's what
0: I you would know, do. I
2: might do that too because that actually sounds like something you've never done before yeah. and will never do Get again. I at so 3 I'm not, a.m. You know? a steak.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: you know, yeah. and the only
1: other place <laughs> that you could see doing that would be the casino. It's like, yeah. a, you know, the casino on, on the water there. I like it. Whichever is the book about having personas of Captain America, Wolverine, and Spider-Man, as well as having the trades on my phone on the following from Death of the Family Batman, Batman and Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood and the Outlaws. I don't think he's going to be cruising much. And also, yeah. Flash New 52, <laughs> Volume 3. you going on, be on this on, cruise
2: by yourself? Well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the flight is nineteen hours, so he's going to be on a flight yeah. for nineteen oh, hours first. So there, yeah. I'm someone who looks yeah. forward to actually being on ship rather than heading to ports. Love to stay on ship while everyone's out on the port. Ship isn't crowded. Can shoot some hoops. Actually visit. So the gym, is he have flying nineteen hours to then get on a ship? I guess to get on a ship. Yeah, looking forward wow. to the shows and winning games of trivia. Remember, if you don't aim to win, why participate? Now on the comics, right. I'm really curious about You're next the issue or of Miles last. Morales. They mentioned Ultimatum, but showed the ultimate Green Goblin. He wasn't even the yep. villain of that story arc. actually enjoyed that story, so hoping they don't do something that I'm going to have my eyes rolling for. But, hey, so far I trust Saladin Ahmed and what he's doing. I like this issue uh, this week of Miles. I actually I got to read it still. It. I
2: got it on my tablet. I, I'm too Man, behind on Miles. The, well, I that's the, the problem is
1: too. I ended up uh, when I was trying to figure out what we were going to do tonight, Miles was pretty much on a short list that I was going to put on. But we haven't talked to it about it in a while on the podcast, and I kind of had a feeling that you weren't caught up. I was going to yeah. ask you, and I forgot. And that's I, why. I'm going
2: to get caught up for issue ten because yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put we'll ten end on the podcast the next issue. That yeah, because that is ultimate I like Green it. Goblin, and I yeah, want to know why he's like here it. or yeah, how so he we'll got find here. that.
1: So we have to remember we said that. But yeah, Miles will be on next. I now I know Absolute Carnage has just begun, but damn, loving it. It's a lot of issues, but definitely reading it again in October for Halloween. Wish for event books instead of having trades for one event just make one giant size book with all the issues in it that would be like an ultimate you know an omnibus yeah. can easily I go agree for with dark knight's metal spider Geddon and this carnage event they they end up it doing those for crazy a lot of things because
2: they yeah they did that for dark knight's well they split up the regular books and then all those you know separate tie-ins yeah. and when i'm reading something like that i want it all in order well you know in what, in what the best book, thing
1: how- to do is Wait till it's all on the app. That's what I'm gonna do. I mean, we're gonna end up reading it and talking about a lot of it here anyway. But if you have the app, you just kinda wait. It's it's one of those things. I am a guy who usually has to have the things right away. I have to have it when the you know, the iron's hot. I'm getting less and less like that. You know, because when I end up yeah. I'm also where I'm getting to the point where when I'm there of like where the iron's hot right now with the Hickman X-Men books, you're not only just reading books, but you're battling people. You're you're, you're dodging know. bullets from this side and that side. I, I don't need that nonsense anymore. It's I'd thing. rather just wait. I know. Wait. It's, it's and a so life-consuming thing. I'd rather. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, this is I, why I told everybody to and, and I'll repeat myself again. When we're done with these six issues of uh, you know, House of X and Powers of Ten, when we're done with With those six issues, then I will read them all in one shot and maybe we'll have a catch up episode or something like that. But after reading the first two issues of House of X and then the one issue of Powers of X, I'm like, I this is not for me right now. And I don't want to fight with people. I don't want to come on the podcast and sound like an idiot and also just argue about things that you know, I don't even know about yet. So he says, don't know about you gents, but really good week of books after reading Gwenpool, definitely getting, uh, going to get the trade of West coast Avengers, which me and Aaron both liked easily. My second favorite book of the week. Well, guess time to pack before I go, if you had to pair each of the following characters with a Marvel book for a five issue mini, who would you pair with Gabby? Now it's, it, this is the weird deal. He says you have the following, that you have to pair with – is he asking who I would pair with Gabby like from anyone or do they have to be Marvel but we'll go full up Marvel? Gabby I would like to have with a, a proper Wolverine, have a proper Wolverine Gabby book. That would be pretty cool. Uh Who would you want with Gabby?
2: Uh, you know, I'm just slowly gotten on the Gabby train at the end of that last series. I think I would put Gabby with – I don't know. I like her – Paired with other females, kind of driving them crazy. She-Hulk um, is what you're saying
1: then, right? She-Hulk.
2: She-Hulk. Maybe the, the new She-Hulk. She needs to lighten her up a little bit. or maybe, yeah. you know, That would be, be cool. Good.
1: I'll go with that. All right. <laughs> How about Stewie Griffin? And I'm telling you, I, I want Stewie in a, a crazy Watcher book because the Watcher looks like a big baby. To me, and they could yeah, sit they around and just, you know, tips. they there could just yell Man. and scream at each other and they could say what they, they yeah. you know, because the watcher's just there to watch and Stewie's bitching and moaning. You could have that. Red Hood. Stewie is next uh would you put oh, stewie, stewie with who would, who would be you good
2: with deadpool or
1: uh okay. howard the duck i think that okay. is my red hood there. it's funny because i think a lot of people with red hood would go right to punisher because they kind yeah. of are similar i'd actually put red hood and i thought about this uh one of the only ones i actually thought of beforehand uh i put him with daredevil and the reason i put him with daredevil is the idea that, you know, Daredevil's all about redemption and things like that, but it's also about, you know, religion. I think that he could really kind of get in the head with Red Hood and then Red Hood would basically say, listen there, uh, Matt, I died. There is no heaven. And then that would just destroy Matt. He'd be done. But you'd have a guy who's very religious. Uh, with another guy who basically had died and come back, so I think that that would be pretty cool. Also, you know, yeah, da- you know, Daredevil just died too, so you have those things going on. Next one is Beast Boy, and I would probably put Beast Boy in maybe the Future Foundation or. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that he'd go yeah. with. Who would you go with? I said, uh, Runaways, Runaways. You said or yeah.
2: Young Avengers, and then yeah. Red Hood. I I don't know. You you said Punisher. I think that would be cool. I would actually do Hawkeye. Maybe it's basically yeah, the Arsenal cool equivalent. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And then you have Baby Groot is the last one and baby Groot. <laughs> I think I just put in a book by himself. He'd just be dancing I would, around. I would do baby and Groot and like baby Darkside. There we go. That's what you Just those two together, yeah. baby Groot, yeah. baby Dark Side, yeah. and baby Thanos. They could all go together, all the babies yes. all together. And then they could just, you know, all raised by Frank yell. Castle, uh, all raised Cosmic by Brandon, just like he's raising yes. Braxton as we speak. Take care That's y'all. Right. And we're going to go off now to actually join up with double A Ron. I think he, he may be coming to talk a little bit of carnage all right we're back and we're here with double Aaron. he's poop, here from poop. minnesota i know that a lot of people have started to say even one eric shea that he confuses you and Brandon together with, with the vocals. And at one point, we did have somebody during the Patreon, or somebody said something at one point online. I think it might have been John Jack, actually, in the Slack, that was like, man, Brandon, when you were talking about this and that, and it wasn't, it was me and you, Aaron. <laughs> you <laughs> thought that you were Brandon, you I got off even scum here. Yeah, you got a scat-free on that one. I believe, I was it Death's Head? I forget what it was, which one uh, we talked no, about. the
2: Future Foundation. Future Foundation, think, that's <laughs> what it was.
1: Yeah. It was Future Foundation. He's like, man, Brandon and Jim, you didn't know this. And Brandon's like, what the heck did I not know? I didn't even <laughs> read that book. I'm like, that was me and Aaron. Uh, but we're here to talk about the final book of the night, and it ties into the Absolute Carnage deal. It's Absolute Carnage, Separation Anxiety number 1. And it's written by Clay McLeod Chapman Art by Brian Level Colors by Jordan Boyd And letters by VCs Travis Lanham Years ago the Life Foundation A dangerous conglomerate that for a time Focused its efforts on destroying Spider-Man Captured the Venom symbiote And forced it to spawn five offspring Screen, Lasher, Riot, Agony and Phage That sounds like all of the stages That I go through when I wake up in the morning (laughs) For years the Life Foundation symbiotes, as they came to be called Existed separately but when one of the organizations turned traitor and began killing their host the remaining four symbiotes had no choice but to merge and form a new entity called hybrid as hybrid the symbiotes were most recently seen bonded to a stray dog after an adventure involving deadpool the whereabouts of the dog and the four extraterrestrial creatures bonded to it remain unknown until now because we see the yes. dog approaching a girl yeah and pretty much this is an issue that it, it's going to be hard. It's not one of those issues that you can kind of go panel for panel and talk about because it's a very, you know, wide stroke type deal. Yeah. What's going on. Well, especially once like it that. gets to
2: the point, it kind of just is a chase, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: And and when you go with it though, it's one of those, and I'll go back to where I was talking earlier in the mail to Josh about kind of reviews and gut feelings and things like that. Th- this is one of those issues that I point to that when I get done reviewing, reading, I have an opinion of it, you know, and I liked it. I did like this issue, but if I actually sat back then and had to give points for the letter points for the colorist points for the deal and this like that, it wouldn't really give my true deal because really the story is very basic, but the basic story really gets you involved. It really gets you kind of on the edge of your seat at points, even though I don't know this family, I don't know this little girl, uh, but yet I felt for by the end and I really wanted to see what's going on. Now at the end, everything goes wrong for <laughs> them. Uh, but in a weird way that ends up being nice because at the beginning, they are a family when you first greet they're them, the little girls on the stoop. Yeah, it's basically the mom and dad screaming, yelling at each other. You know, one of those things And I'm telling you, it hits home. I said before we recorded some of these things, when my wife gets mad at me, she will say a lot of the stuff, which is awful. And you don't want kids to hear stuff like this. And these poor little kids are hearing, you know, you're pitting the children against me, and no, oh man, like I had to go very far for that. You're doing a good job yourself, and this going back. I'm and forth. taking the kids away because yeah, you're I'm taking the kids. Them. Yeah, all they want yeah. to do is
3: spend time with you, and you're always at yeah. work.
1: Yeah, stuff like that. So this little yeah. girl is upset. She's crying. She sees this dog now. At points, really, to let a dog. With flies, oh, let it lick you. You know, the girl has problems <laughs> right away. This little yeah. girl has some issues. You know, she really needs attention and she'll get it from a mangy dog that just shows up. But she's like, I can't let you inside. You know, everybody's, we're, it's not even my house anymore. We're leaving. My mommy, she's packing us up and we're leaving our dad. And they do go in and the dog's just sitting there watching. The mother and father fight. As the girl goes off, you find out she has a brother as well. Uh, But then the dog just goes out, full out symbiote. Now, I laugh, too, because the idea of what's going on there is, is pretty spoiled by that intro deal because I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know who hybrid is. This is me personally. So maybe it is better that they did do that, but at, at you do yeah, have stuck it, go it like and six then pages you, into the book to surprise I like you a little that bit. How it is. But even so I would have liked to have tried to figure it out a little more. I had a little more background, but it was fine because like you said, it goes ballistic. It goes out, it's venoming, you know, carnaging out here. And, uh, You end up having or symbioting out, if that's a word, and you end up then having the catch-up page. And the art is very, very, uh, you know, horror-esque. Uh, yep, it it is very, you know, pretty cool. But Aaron, you tell us about it since you have joined us here for this podcast part. You give us. I'm done talking. I'm yeah, going to listen to you and tell has me a, about
3: a it. Definitely, um, imaginative twist. Once the Venom symbiote gets activated and goes after the family, uh, he does some nice panel breakups to show the trend. The uh, transformation between the dog to the symbiote and this is where the kid goes upstairs to get her brother and she's like come downstairs you got to see what i brought inside before you got to
1: see this dog
3: before it gets kicked out and the little brother's like awesome great so he goes downstairs and and the father is like lambasted against the wall with like symbiote vomit. That's all black yeah. and green tentacles. The father symbiote's the
2: worst. It looks like it's got <laughs> intestines coming out of it. Yeah, and, oh, it's like, the in, worst.
3: Uh, like intestines around the crotchal area. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't with, need that. There looks like there's teeth down there still yeah. too. Oh, it's, it's, it's so bad. It's, it's bad. And you just see his, his face poking out from the the te- the mouth of uh, teeth and everything of the symbiote. Yep. Like
1: come to daddy. Oh, <laughs> so when it says come to daddy, it even it looks to me it's almost like when we saw the abomination the yeah. first time in the hulk deal yeah. with the hand around oh it's awful <laughs> exactly. it's so awful but yeah they they seem to be enjoying it they seem <laughs> to be like this is the big happy family then i also likes the best i've got a in years yeah at points the panels on certain pages especially that one it has even the the swirl uh At the top to show the art, and it kinda has that drippy just entrail looking yeah. stuff god oh, it's it's so disgusting, but it's disgustingly good it it really this guy is does good tentacle work yes he does uh yeah and and with that even with the idea that you have the symbiote deal is very horrific like you said there's like everywhere you look there's teeth and guts and stuff Mm -hmm. but then the the girls especially the little guy the kids i mean the girl and the little boy they're very cartoony in, in how they go and i think it plays off better that way for some reason I really really like the way that is where you had this horrific stuff going on but then you have the kids and the way it's spelled out you kind of then okay these are like innocent little kids the way that it's spelled out like the with the art there I really like but yeah they just want to get the hell out of there they're trying to get away yeah,
3: and the uh, kids are horrified but the, the parents that are now both got some different symbiotes on yeah. them are all just trying to like implore the kids like come to mommy and daddy yeah, we'll be a it'll great be great fan. Family. yeah we're
1: together again we're not gonna argue <laughs> anymore gross, See, yeah. kids we love each other and then there's a knock on the door and, and this guy oh man he yeah. picked the wrong <laughs> time to come to the door and it's the worst but you go on Aaron. yeah you, you it, talk
3: the neighbor hears screaming coming from uh, across the way and comes knocking on the door the mom transmorphs back into her picturesque mom smile like, hey, yeah. what's going on here? And then the kid, you know, jumps out like,
0: Run help! Ah! Yeah, help
3: and they us. just oh my they just spit acid right in the neighbor's face, totally melting his whole face and killing him the right least, like, it's the worst. It's the worst.
1: I really like this too because as you see the mother there and she's like, like you said, it's like, can I help you? Now obviously behind her stuff's going very wrong yeah. i mean he should be able to see that but i love the way that they with the art you shift the camera angle to see them from behind this yeah. and you see the symbiotes have you know kind of melded up behind them they they're around the door a little before you know the girl ends up going and for saying, very, help. i thought that was great for
3: a very fast-paced uh issue which it actually has extra pages too i think it's like 34 yeah. pages yeah. or 30 pages ish and uh he he squeezes in a lot of lot of little panels yeah, in there that gives you the the transition of point to point to what's going on really well for kind I of a, a more basic horror chase scene sequence. Yeah. Uh, uh, the little kids are just making another mad dash across the house. They run up into the attic, the the symbiotes chase them there. I mean, it's it's a, a lot of automata going on with the crashes and
1: yeah, the crashes and stuff like that. Now, the other thing that I like it, it just slightly. I wish it was more. It ends up becoming kind of Home Alone, where they go <laughs> off and the, the kids know how to deal with a symbiote. It, it's crazy; yeah. they know that fire and also sound. Yeah, they were reading comic books in it. the attic yeah. at the yeah. beginning,
2: there. I think yeah, they yeah, so it they from knew that.
1: that. Yep, and so they end up that the, they pick up the radio. Try but they use a flash and things like that in the radio going on where they're trying to blast the and it actually starts working until the symbiote thing yeah, crushes but there's the radio f- there's there. four of these symbiotes yeah, I mean, yeah you're, you're not, not going to stop able... it they slow it down for a bit, a, a little mm-hmm. and you actually see the father's head peeking through a little more because it is getting you know knocked back from the music probably listening to Wham maybe REO Speedwagon <laughs> yeah, that's Wham. my guess uh, yeah. yeah so you, you end up yeah. And keep on going, Aaron. I don't want to, you know, no, end no, up I mean, stepping it, on it,
3: your toes here. It, 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 there's only so much you can really say because I, like we've said multiple times, it's a chase sequence. So the the kids make their way out of the attic again. They they have kind of, you know, uh, one of those moments where you kind of see is kind of played out to happen. The kid Runs to the bathroom Hairspray yep. falls A lighter happens To be right next oh, to it yeah, it's, right there. <laughs> you yep. know, it's, it's like The only little part Of this whole issue That I didn't really like Was this You sequ- do need sequ- a lighter sequ- In the
2: bathroom For candles When you finish up You know Yeah the, Yeah the, the, You know the,
3: the only thing I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. of Is the parents Like to burn one In the bathroom Every once I, so guess. I <laughs> guess Yeah, yeah i guess
1: But even, as that's going on Her brother gets taken over He jumps into yeah. the, the bathtub She's like Stay there You know And all of a sudden he gets taken over. And immediately, it is like, immediately, once somebody gets taken over, it's so nice. Come on, sis. I'm like, oh, don't go. (laughs) It's awful. But yeah, she ends up burning him.
3: Yeah, and they prolong the girl's uh, symbiote takeover period a little bit here for, for a nice little horrific dinner scene as they lay out the neighbor's body. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) awful. And
1: I'm glad you mentioned that they do prolong it because really, if there's anything, like you said, it's a very much a coincidence that there was a lighter in the bathroom with the spray that you can do that. This scene it's just a little, it seemed to me like, okay, they needed a couple extra pages. Yeah. We're, we're already past the regular amount of pages at this yeah, point. Yeah, it, it was kind of beating a just, dead horse at this point. Yeah, this point, scene is know. just there to be more horrific. So it, it serves its purpose, but really it was extended that way. But they, but you know, I, let's I, say you kinda, grace. You, kinda,
3: you ended up kind of appreciating it just a little bit more because the the art definitely takes a, an upturn here because he, he kicks in with extra panels and oh, different, yeah, pa- yeah. different style panel breaks. It's just and awful, and that He guy puts a lot of extra there. effort into these very unneeded pages in, in a
1: sense, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, story, I, story I
3: wise, it's unneeded, but art wise, it's fantastic.
1: Art wise, it's great. I just I also like the mom because you do have a dead guy there. Uh, you know, he's there and it's good that he had that shirt, that team builder shirt yeah. <laughs> actually point. It, it's a well done way that it was pointed out earlier when he's just there. It was right front and center because now his face is all melded off. Yeah. <laughs> you need something to realize, OK, that that's the neighbor. But I like the idea of the fact that he is a dead guy. Who is going? You know, you're warm when you start dying. And she, hey, your supper's growing cold. And yeah. I'm like, boy, that is the most <laughs> evil thing I've ever heard of somebody talking <laughs> about a dead person being served yeah, for it's dinner. That's all. And it's very messed up. And that, you know, and you have like, you know, chew your food, make sure you, you know, you chew it all. You don't want to, you know, choke on it and things like that. And then it's just a horrific dinner scene where they are, you know, giving a toast to Noel and all this stuff. They do grace to Noel because obviously that's yeah. their God. And uh, it's what good bread, good meat, good, good God. noel, let's eat. Is the yeah. big thing. Not very, you know, fancy or anything, but then you do see the separation of the symbiote stuff like that. You get a good idea of them as the girl then runs away. Yeah. Uh, she gets away she, one yeah. more time by stabbing yeah. a symbiote with a broken yeah. wine glass. You yeah, know? I don't you
2: understand know, why they didn't turn her there. Like she's going to yeah, eat a they, dead body. As a with human her, being I guess either. I don't
1: know, but yeah, <laughs> she ends up being taken then by the end, she tries to get away. And, and through this, I think that that was the big thing is you're hoping that she's going to get away at least. And she did not they ended up getting her and then they're one big happy family in their yeah. own minds that they're yeah, heading that off le- and- why not? it made me What's enjoy in- the issue a little bit more
3: right there that the girl didn't get
1: away <laughs> yeah yeah it is crazy and the, the other thing about it is to just think of them going Out and loading up the car they're heading Off to New York they say hey we're gonna go To New York for a little vacation and it's Like one big happy family in there you even Have the girl there where she's kind of like yeah I don't like you know whatever she's looking out the Window everybody else is the little boy I spy and then you're like oh man These are just symbiotes driving down the Road in yep. this car <laughs> it's awful I, I just I want to see because it, Then it's going to continue it says Just the absolute carnage deal I do Hope that we see at least one time where there driving on the road and somebody just looks over and sees this awful scene of these crazy (laughs) symbiotic people and stuff like that because it is kind of a funny end where do they stick their tongue out the window like dogs when the the car's moving? Maybe (laughs) and and the other thing I don't know if this is something that is supposed to show you another thing but when they do go out to the car it looks like it's been a while that mailbox is full of mail like they've been just in that house then for a week before they kind of load up or whatever, they've been killing more people. Maybe we'll have to see whatever's going on. Uh, But yeah, it it ends up where... It's such a neat little issue in my mind because of the idea that this family was having a lot of problems they were going to separate yet the kids going off with the mom the dad you know this and at the end they actually are brought together to be yep. a happy family but with the symbionts <laughs> and just awful so it's, a terrible it's just an awful deal but yeah. I actually did enjoy that it's a, it's a really cool twist almost like a you know a twilight zone issue yeah. or whatever like a family who wants to be together but will they accept this way and then you have it where they did get their wish. They're together, but yeah, all it's, it's like a true essence of a one shot, basically. Yeah, yeah, I actually really like in and- but. And when we go off, you did have the Scream book this week, which Brandon did like. Brandon did like the Scream book. Did, a lot I of people didn't. did not. Yeah. They are. They did announce a Scream ongoing, but it's going to be this writer, Clay McLeod Chapman, who's writing it. And I think, you know, if you can say, you know, it's hard because the art is such a big thing in this issue. And it's such a, you know, a wow factor that it's going to every page you're thinking a lot of the art. But, you know, if I if you saw the script and how he scripted it out, maybe a lot of this is his doing as well. And and the actual overall story I like. So I'm looking forward to that screen uh, series when it comes out, uh, though. I was middle of the road with the screen book itself, because I really don't have a connection to I'd a lot yeah, of I didn't characters. think it was <laughs> stunning. Yeah. yeah, I thought it yeah. was all
2: right, though. It, I mean, I heard people all week long tell me how terrible it was. So I sat down and read it and I expected the worst. and I was like, yeah, that, that was much better than yeah, I it was heard just about.
1: middle of the ground in my mind. It did what I thought it would, you know. A lot of these would do. They just kind of throw characters so that people can get on board with what's going on, and then off to absolute carnage. That's kind of what happens here as well, but with a twist. Like yeah, you end up I, having hybrid. You could do a lot of things with hybrid. This idea that you know he ends up with this family and just pretty much takes over. Now, if you want to talk coincidence, there's also the coincidence of the number of the family and things like that as well. But that's fine. You know,
3: I was you have probably to- more down on that scream issue just because I read it after I read this and Man. the the imagination de- uh, demonstrated yeah. in this book uh seemed to lack a little imagination for the screen book it seemed kind of uh more on the basic level and maybe Man. it was by, by design i don't know
1: but it, brandon it just... loves that andy so there you go that's why right yeah i don't really know andy really, Benton, so. e- Yeah, i think for, that that's what it goes with uh,
3: there there was a, a it was like a tie-in issue or uh, wasn't okay. it wasn't the, the pyre, the fire pyre or whatever the heck it was. Yeah. The, yeah. She was
1: in there. Cause we were talking about that. Yeah. But that's the only yeah, other connection I, I had with her. I don't really have a so. connection with her. So, and, and here's the thing, I don't have a connection with hybrid either. And this made me interested and basically showed me how twisted it could be. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing more, but none of these, like I'm not going into these absolute carnage tie-ins thinking that they're going to be the big thing. You know, we're going to pick and choose how we go, just like we did War of the Realms and things like that. Uh, And most of them are one-shots, so you just really get on with the deal. Yeah, I prefer having
3: just the one-shots rather than having, like, a a three-issue mini or a five-issue mini tying into. Yeah, especially when you don't like it. Because, I mean,
2: you can pick and choose a one-shot. water after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so and there give you it a, go. But give, oh, it a, give a one shot that has 34 pages like this one does. Yeah, yeah I think it's that. more of a brilliant idea than doing three issues because then you just feel I like agree. you're getting milked because a, yeah, lot, a yeah. lot of the times you know these I three like issues aren't going to have like a very significant part to the story yeah. but, it, but like three issues it's just too much sometimes and especially yeah, five no. five issue yeah ones that's never ridiculous really seem that's
1: ridiculous but i'm going to give this a seven five uh art wise i i could even go up to an eight but i'm going to give it a seven five because overall it is a pretty basic story though i pretty i i was enthralled by it and i went with it it did tend to kind of drag near that dinner scene and whatnot, but I, I did enjoy it. What would you give it, Aaron? I would give it an eight for
3: okay. sure. I, I yeah. probably even could be talked up to an eight five. Maybe oh eight. my.
1: But I, I you know it's an eight. I just needed to have a sound effect. I haven't done many tonight. Uh how about this one? You edit like that? That out. Oh my why would you say this nice. yes. why would he have to edit <laughs> that out? Uh Brandon, what would you give it?
2: I'm gonna give it a seven five. I I dug the story. Um, it was a little long for kind of what what was accomplished within the book, but I mean, it's so far as far as the tie ins for this carnage stuff go, they're they're maintaining my interest for now. You know, yeah, I'll say that I'm with you.
1: Yeah, I'm with well, that you. That says I, a I, lot. Yeah, really, <laughs> and, and yeah, it says it a lot because <laughs> the War of the Realms. Those tie. I mean, when we read that, yeah. you know, Journey already, in the Mystery, yeah. I was yep, out right away. Exactly. Like, there's a lot of these things when they tie in that you read one issue and you're like, I'm done. And that's where I think those three issues and stuff like that really kill you because you want to read everything. And then if you don't kind of dig the first one now, like you said, now you feel like not only are you being milk, but now you got it's a chore. And yeah, I, mean that. I, I would There's say,
3: a- what is it? Two, second, this is the second week into uh, the carnage. Yeah. So uh, it's a pretty good start. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm enjoying it. And and it does seem to with these tie-ins even, even scream uh going. It does kind of maintain that like eerie type deal, like it, it keeps you excited about the overall deal and keeps that tone and things like that. That's yeah. what I think. The War of the Realms just kind of got lost amongst like half the time. Some the story was more in those tie-ins than it wasn't, than it was, and you know this one didn't matter. And you look, and all this, this seems place. This, yeah, this seems a lot yeah. tighter so far. So yeah, I'm doing that as well. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'm good. But yeah, so that's it. That's it for the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for emailing everybody who emailed in. And, you know, like I said, go over to our Twitter account. That's WS Marvel Comics. Go to our website, which is WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. That has been now joined by Aaron, who's doing some reviews there. Did you get my email that I set you yeah, up on was, the site? I okay. was actually just con- connecting into that. Okay. I was I wondering when whole... the heck. I'm like, maybe you didn't get it. But, yeah, yeah. you have that. And we also have our Patreon account, Patreon.com slash WeirdScience, where it looks like this coming up week like i said the poll seems to be pointing towards daredevil and valkyrie so we'll see if that maintains that but yeah thanks everybody and we'll talk to you later